0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch and how you can discover this new level of softness with their iconic sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% responded that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They source the rarest 100% organic cotton for an incredible softness to start. Then they skip the toxins and harsh chemicals for a natural feel unlike anything else, and it all comes together with their signature weave. This special design feels buttery, breathable, and unlocks new levels of softness with every wash. And they stand behind their promise of softness. With their 30-night guarantee, you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. If during the 30 nights, you don't love your sheets or feel them getting softer and softer, you can send them right back. No questions asked. So head to BollandBranch.com for 15% off your first order with code ODYSSEY. That's boll and branchcom Exclusions apply. See site for details.
1: Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle, and we have a very special show for you today. In a moment, I will be joined by Monica Daniels, mother of Paris Johnson Jr., and G. Scott Sr., father of G. Scott Jr. It's going to be a wide-ranging conversation. We're going to start off with you know what the guys are going to be up to during the bye week. The fact that the Buckeyes seem to be peaking at the right time. I mean, it's a wide open race in college football this year and the Buckeyes have a chance to achieve all of their goals. There's no doubt about it. So there's a lot to get into with Monica and G and with no further ado, here is that 20 minute conversation. We are very happy to be joined by Monica Daniels, mother of Paris Johnson Jr. And G. Scott Sr., father of G. Scott Jr., Mr. Scott monica won the toss She is elected to defer we're going to go to you first so it is the buckeyes bye week but it's not an off week for the guys they practiced yesterday they're going to practice later today they're going to practice thursday i know they're going to, they're going to get a couple of days off they're going to get off friday and saturday you know coaches over the years have told me this is the week that they worry about the most the weekend when the guys have a bye week now paris and g are really good young men i don't think the coaches are worried about them but you know tell the listeners g what the uh guys are going to be up to this weekend are most of the guys going to try and go home for the weekend what are the players doing this weekend
2: i mean uh, staying out of trouble staying out of trouble (laughs) resting their bodies maybe going in there uh getting some extra treatment watching some extra film Mm -hmm. uh and if you if you're like g scott jr you know what i mean you're trying to get in there and 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 chummy up a little bit with the coaches so you can get a little extra, extra. Now, if you're Paris Johnson Jr., you ain't got to worry. You and Coach Stud is on the same page. You're doing your thing. So it's no problem at all. But you know what? I think these young men, look, they've been playing well. They've been playing solid. I think the most important thing that they need to do is continue. Relax, relax their bodies, and then prepare Mm -hmm. for next week when it's time to go to work.
1: Monica, what's uh, Paris going to get a chance to do this weekend? Can he come home and hang out in Cincinnati? Or or what's he going to be doing this weekend?
3: Well, the same thing that G. Jr. is going to do. So PJ will have an opportunity to allow his body to recover, watch some film. And then he will – I will see Paris on Saturday. So he's going to join us for the Buffalo game. So I'm excited about
1: that. For those that don't know, your husband is a coach at Buffalo. What's his name and what position does he coach?
3: Mike Daniels, he's the running back coach at the university at Buffalo. So we have to say at Buffalo, not the university of Buffalo. So We got to get right. It's yes. unique.
1: It is. It's unique. Yes. They, have, they have their own thing with the university at Buffalo, the Bulls, everybody. Yes. Buffalo. Yes. Blues. Mike Daniels. So root for the root for Buffalo. I do now just knowing your husband. That's right. Husband, they're, they're like, <laughs> I, I root for them now. I was rooting for them against Kent state last week. I thought they were going to pull it out and Kent state came back I on do them. Too. Um, so. Monica, or let me go to G. I forgot forgot that Monica <laughs> won the toss and elected to defer. <laughs> G, it's it, so the season didn't start out like any of us wanted it to. Not just the loss to Oregon, they just didn't look like Ohio State. They didn't look like the team that we thought they'd be. Man, now they sure do. The team seems to be rounding into form. Just and it's a crazy year in college football. It's a, it's there's not this, you know. I know Georgia's number one, but Alabama's no juggernaut. Mm-hmm. You know anybody can win it this year. Not anybody, but there's a, a collection of about mm-hmm. ten teams that can win it this year, and Ohio State's right there. G, what are you seeing from this Buckeye team? It feels like they're rounding into form and peaking at the right time.
2: Uh, I I see a team that is starting to believe in themselves. I see a young team that has been continuing to get more reps. I see a team that stumbled in game two, like teams do, Ask Alabama. They stumbled just this uh, past weekend. Uh, They stumbled against a good Oregon team that came in Punched the Buckeyes in the mouth. The Buckeyes gave up 35 points. Since that game, how many points have they given up? They're only averaging, like, I think, giving up 14 points a game since Mm -hmm. that game against Oregon, right? So they got things together, right? And so I think that's what it's about. And one more thing I think started to happen. I think that everybody, I think the Buckeyes, I think uh, the fan base for the Buckeyes, I think everybody started to be like, you know what? Let's not look past Game. Mm -hmm. these games let's take one game at a time the next game was Tulsa after Oregon right the next game after that was Akron right the next game after that was Rutgers so right now it's one game at a time Mm -hmm. folk the focus is on one game that's all you can play at that time and so I just think that they're kind of finding and have found their groove rather
1: Monica, I love what I'm seeing out of this team. Obviously, your son is a starter for this offense, which is ranked as the number one offense in college football. Yes. Not, in, not just in the power five, mm-hmm. period. Usually there's like a group of five team that all they do is pass the ball. They don't play any defense mm-hmm. or any you know, teams that play defense. Ohio State is the number one total offense in the country by a wide margin. Um, it just feels like the entire team is peaking at the right time. The defense is starting to step up. And mm-hmm. I feel like the defense can – if the defense is just good, Monica – that's going to be more than good enough because this offense is elite. If this defense can just be good, I feel like the Buckeyes are going to achieve their goals. Just what are you seeing out of this team right now?
3: I agree. I agree with G and G is just echoing the things that coach day said from the very beginning. So if you all recall at the very beginning of the season, coach day mentioned, he wanted to focus on one game at a time. And so it's very important that we don't lose sight of that. I know that is what he's ministering and preaching to the boys every day. Let's just focus on, the game at hand, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. And so we've bought into that. And even when I'm communicating with Paris, he's always focused on the next game. He's never thinking ahead. He's thinking about what he can work on, what he can improve upon. And like you mentioned, it's a very elite offense, but Paris is one of the first ones. And I'm sure other young men as well as G Jr. are always thinking about what can I improve upon? Yes, I may have gotten this right, but where where are my weaknesses? What can I do to make sure that I'm a better offensive player, a better teammate? So those are the things that the boys are focused on right now.
1: I want to get into how public everything is at Ohio state. Kerry Combs mentioned this yesterday. I found this very interesting and credit to him for coming out. He he had a uh, very interesting 20 minute conversation with the media yesterday. And I'm going to want to get both your thoughts on this. One of the many things stood out, many things. I encourage everybody to get on Bucknuts or whatever site you want to and and watched the videos of Terry mm-hmm. Combs yesterday. He's really owned this situation and is handling it as well as you possibly could. But he mentioned something that is tough. He said how public everything is at Ohio State. is tough on his family. He never mentioned – he never said woe is me about himself. He said stuff on his family. You know, his kids read it. And now there can be a lot of good for everything being public at Ohio State. You're like, I don't hear anything negative about Paris Johnson Jr. You know, I don't hear anything negative about G. Scott Jr. You know, if Paris misses a block, somebody might say, okay, he missed a block, he still – outstanding but Mm -hmm. he misses a few blocks in a big game people might all of a sudden start you know there Mm -hmm. could be some things that happen so it can be good Mm -hmm. and bad g we'll start with you again you know speak about just how public everything is at ohio state and the pros of pros and cons of that
2: it ain't just ohio state this college football it's the world Mm -hmm. today it's social media baby right mm-hmm. and look look i'll just say this uh you're right look paris johnson does his thing on that offensive line right that offensive line is, is really well and yeah maybe if paris johnson does miss a block we might not even know about it unless the announcers tell it most of the time we don't even know what the offensive line is doing we don't even know what we see to, to the average football eye but when you start talking about the position of quarterback Huh. Mm-hmm. How about some of <laughs> some of the things that they get said about them in the quarterbacks? Yes. Right. And so then you start talking about not just not just the coaches, but these young men and women across the country that are playing college football, playing sport. Let me just be simple. There's a key word that I keep using. playing, playing. Mm-hmm. And these kids and these coaches, they're getting threats to their families and things mm-hmm. said about their loved ones. This isn't just an Ohio State thing. This is a problem yes. throughout the country. So I'll say this. I think that um, Carrie Combs is an ultimate professional right uh the way he handles himself i saw him uh before one of the games a, a few weeks ago and he still had a smile and he still yes. had that positive upbeat attitude i don't know about y'all but i don't know how positive and upbeat i'd be if you threaten my family i'm not I, i'm not saying Kerry combs had his family threatened i'm just saying but we have seen the negativity that has been said mm-hmm. about Kerry combs i think that goes to show you the type of person that Kerry combs is And it also lets you know the leadership in which the Ohio State Buckeyes have. And I just think you just do the best that you can. But I really want to point out, it is not just a Buckeye problem. This is a country-wide problem in which negativity is is thrust on coaches and these young men and women that play sports. Monica, where do you come out on on
1: this? Are you – Obviously, there's some good and some bad. Just uh, you know, break it down from your standpoint, being a parent of an Ohio State player, especially a prominent Ohio State player.
3: No, I agree with um, G. Now, personally, Paris has not had had an issue that I'm aware of where he's been attacked um, via social media. Now, we did get a little backlash um, when Paris was 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 when Coach Meyer announced his retirement and Paris wanted to revisit some schools. So we did receive some backlash during during that time, but Paris was able to let that roll off his back. Um, but to the degree that Coach Combs and some other, um, as, as G mentioned, some other athletes, I'm gonna leave nameless right now, that has dealt with the abuse and the bullying and the threatening on social media, Paris has not experienced that, but it is something that we need to deal with. It's a worldwide issue what we're dealing with, just the how angry people are, how toxic people are. And, and like G said, the theme word is play. It's a game. It's a form of entertainment. And someone is going to win and someone is going to lose. And so it's how we handle ourselves during that time. So the different things that we have done as a family is that Paris and I have talked about ways to handle it if that time was to come, how he's going to handle that and how he's going to move forward. So we're trying to prepare ourselves mentally for that if that time arrives.
2: I I do want to say one more thing to this is when I do see the things that are said towards Kerry Combs and or seen said towards some of these players, even though it's not my son, G Scott Mm -hmm. Jr., and just because it's not Paris Johnson, that doesn't mean I don't take it personal. It hurts me still. Because and it hurts me still because when I see that, that could very easily be my son. So just because Mm -hmm. it's not my son at that time doesn't mean it doesn't affect me because it does. As a matter of fact, I probably speak for other parents and families within college football and the Buckeye family that will say, yeah, when I see other Mm -hmm. kids and other families and coaches getting it like that. I kind of take that
3: personal, right? Because that could be our child. And you know what, G, if I can just add to that too, you know, again, it does affect us because if one of our boys' teammates is hurting, it affects the parents and then that affects us. And so G and I personally know some of our athletes on on the Buckeye team that have dealt with this issue. And And we've had to come together as a parent group and come together as a team to support each other during that time. So, you know, G's right. It does affect, if it affects one of them, it affects us all.
1: Speaking and of it the should parents, also
3: affect Buckeye nation. It should, they should take that serious too. It would be nice if they will rally around and call people out who's truly not being a true Buckeye because being a true Buckeye is beyond just winning. So it's supposed to be about family, supposed to be about brotherhood. So if Buckeye, has hit a little bump in a row. That's not an opportunity for you to come and kick them while they're down. That's an opportunity to rally around them, to encourage them. That's what we should be doing.
1: That's exactly right. Amen to that. Speaking of the parents from the outside, looking in, seems like you guys are a tight knit group, the Ohio state parents, not just the ones in the parents association. I mean, that's a tight knit group, but just the parents overall, Monica, speak on that a little bit. Now that you're you're in your second year, GR, you are in your second year as well. I mean, how tight-knit is this group of Ohio State parents?
3: We are extremely close. We we communicate as a group. I would say, Gee, what do you think? On average, maybe three or four times a, a, a month during a season, we're constantly communicating. We do things as a group. So we try to tailgate together. Uh, we also have something called Prayer Gate where we come together at least one hour before kickoff, where we come together as a group, not only just praying for our sons and our coaches, but praying for the opposing team and their coaching staff. And that is a wonderful experience wherever we are. And so coming together as a group is extremely important because we want to cur- lift each other up, encourage each other, be there for each other. So it, it's, it's extremely important. And I believe that during that um, time we had last year, when we we're advocating for a season. I believe that brought us together even closer.
2: Uh, Great call, Monica. And, you know, something happened and and, and you're right. Last season fighting for that season, there was a lot, right? Not only did we get to know each other's parents, we got to know some of the people in the media, right? That was a Mm -hmm. time that we were all on the same page trying to fight something. But Here's something that is the coolest thing that I've never shared and until now. I just have never talked about it, and I should talk about it more, and I should not take it for granted. As you guys know, I'm in Seattle, so sometimes I got to work. I got to work professional. I got to work Seahawks games, and I can't get out there for some of the games. Well, when G Jr. gets to the game and gets a catch, right, my phone lights up. Mm-hmm. With parents and all types of people just say, you know, so that that lets you yes. know that gives you an. I'm trying to give Buckeye Nation a really a window into understanding how parents are about other people's children. Right. Or before the game, I'll get pictures of G mm-hmm. Junior out there warming up like mm-hmm. that's
3: support right there. So I yes, love it.
2: It is. It is.
3: I have something funny to share. When G got his first catch, I'm calling G, G senior on the phone like G just got his first catch. Did you see that? And he's like, yeah, Monica, I'm watching it. <laughs> but I was, I was so excited. I was so right. excited. Right.
1: I was excited, too. Happy. Monica, were you like, well, why are you not here now? He just explained why he wasn't there. <laughs> this is right. why I'm telling and you, you should be here. And-
3: and that's one thing we do as, a, as parents with, um, with Ohio State, we communicate with each other. So we share with each other if a parent is not going to be at a game or yep. if we're running late, so we can be able to support our son. So if I'm not able to attend a game, G's going to know. Other parents on the team's going to know. Even Ohio State's going to know. So that way they can surround our sons and, and we can support one another. So we are constantly communicating.
1: I love this. I love it. I love the Buckeyes. I love the love amongst the parents. It's just, yeah, it makes me feel great. All right. Last thing, let's talk name, image and likeness. When I had you guys on the show together, I believe it was six weeks ago to the date. Um, we talked a little bit about it. It was such in its infant stages though. It still kind of is. Um, mm-hmm. G, what do you think of name, image and likeness? What have maybe been some like recent developments? You think it's good for the game? You think it's good for your son? Just anything you want to say about name, image and likeness?
2: You know what? It's going way better than I thought it was. And what I mean by that is, I don't know. I I thought maybe we'd be hearing some stories, right, of like, I don't know, excess spending or (laughs) or somebody quit the team and thought, oh, I've made enough money, I'm done. Whatever (laughs) it is, whatever, whatever negative, whatever could possibly go wrong, hasn't gone wrong, knock on wood. I think it's been well done. And here's the truth. I oftentimes forget about name, image, likeness when I'm around the Buckeye team, when I'm around everything mm-hmm. like you don't know. Ain't, ain't nobody dry, riding around a Ferrari, Lamborghini, <laughs> Rolls Royce. Ben, ain't nobody doing that. Like, this business as usual. <laughs> These kids are ready to play football. I got to tell you, the name, image, likeness, I think it's going great.
1: Monica, I why, Monica, why is a Paris not driving around in a, a, a Rolls-Royce <laughs> or a Bentley? It <laughs> should be, right? He we probably get can't fit up. in it. He
3: probably can't fit in it. So.
1: <laughs> your thoughts, especially, I mean, Paris, yes. Paris being a guy with five-star recruit, number one offensive lineman in the nation, a yes. guy that looks like he's going to have an NFL future ahead of him, could be his last year, next year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? What are your thoughts on name, image, and likeness?
3: Well, it's been great. It's been a op- for us, it's been an opportunity for Paris to be able to do more with the foundation. So for us, it's it's just been a lot easier. Last year when we received the waiver from the NCAA, it was we had to get permission for everything. We had to get permission if Paris was to show up. We had to get permission if Paris wanted to promote the foundation, but with the name, image, and likeness, it's made things a lot easier. For the foundation for us to get out there and serve the community and Paris to be active on social media and doing interviews, talking about the foundation. So it's been a blessing um, in regards to the foundation. Now, Paris has has opportunities that um, with name, image and likeness. So a couple of things have came his way. But again, like G said, it's not like Paris is going to drop out of school because now he's made it. (laughs) it's, it's, it's nothing like that. If anything, it gives Paris an opportunity to serve his community and to be able to meet great people in the community.
1: And let's pub the Paris Johnson jr. Foundation for a moment. I love what he is doing. Uh, your son's doing great things. It's uh, benefiting underprivileged youth athletes, um, which is fantastic. And also, um, military veterans who are homeless or just are having a tough time. I like how he's meshed both of those things. What, what great uh, things he's doing. Um, What are maybe, how how can people help Monica and uh, maybe what's uh, an event that's coming up in the near future?
3: Well, one of the events that we are actually, we're going to be collaborating with a local school district in Columbus, where we're going to be gathering, gathering, I'm sorry, toys um, for disabled veterans, children, as well as unprivileged um, student athletes. So that's one of the things we're collaborating with right now. And so if anyone is interested in learning more about the foundation, they can just go to the Paris Johnson Junior Foundation and you'll learn more about um, past events, current events, and what we're doing right now.
1: There you go Paris Johnson Junior Foundation.com. Paris Johnson Junior Foundation.com. And uh, there's ways to give monetary donations, there's ways to volunteer. Mm-hmm. So get on to Paris Johnson Junior Foundation.com. He's yeah. doing wonderful things. Um, speaking of doing wonderful things, you guys have done wonderful things raising your sons. She is Monica Daniels, mother of Paris Johnson Jr. He is G. Scott Sr., father of G. Scott Jr. Thank you very much for, to both of you for joining me. I appreciate it so much.
3: Thank you, you for it. having me. Thanks, GB.
1: And thank you to all listeners out there for tuning into the show. We appreciate that very much. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land.